What comes to mind when you think about life? Your life? The lives of those you love? Would you be willing to save a loved one's life? Of course. But have you ever stopped and thought about saving the lives of others? Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but when it's broken down, it is really all about life. Spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. In case you didn't know, the month of November is set aside each year to raise awareness about eye donation. Who better to share their story than someone who has directly been impacted by vision impairment and restoration that cornea transplant provide? Hi, you're listening to episode 42 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, two-time kidney recipient and proud LifeBank staff member. We are so pleased to have Lois from the Northeast Ohio area on the phone with us, and she's going to talk about her story. Lois, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, you're so welcome. From what I understand, your background really is in healthcare as a nurse. That is correct, yes. Can you tell me a little bit about your nursing career? Well, I spent 43 years as an emergency department nurse, and um, it was difficult at times, I must say, but I enjoyed every bit of it. I started my career in Cincinnati, and then here in Cleveland, I've worked for the Cleveland Clinic for 25 years. How was your experience at the Cleveland Clinic emergency room? Well, busy, in a word, very busy. It was very rewarding, but very stressful, as you might imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. When did you notice that your vision was changing and that there might be a problem? As we grow older, we all have changing issues with the eyes. And of course, I wore glasses since I was 16 years old. As I got my yearly eye exam, I can remember saying, oh, these glasses just aren't quite good enough. I don't feel like I can see the way I should. At which point, my ophthalmologist finally said to me, you know what? There's really not a lot I can do uh, with your eyes with glasses. I think it's time you had cataract surgery, which I signed up for. I was happy to have it. And uh, I did have those two surgeries uh, a year apart and did quite well with those. After that time, I started having a little more visual trouble. And there was discussion at that point with my ophthalmologist about my Fuchs dystrophy. Fuchs dystrophy uh, was diagnosed when, in 2008, but it never really caused any significant problems that I was aware of until I just gradually over time needed an upgrade in my glass. After the uh, cataract surgery, it became clear to my doctor that there was going to be a need for partial cornea transplants as a result of my Fuchs dystrophy. Now, the Fuchs dystrophy is a condition of the cornea has several layers, and one of the layers is responsible for pumping fluid out of the cornea to keep it clear. That particular layer in this condition stops working, and it's required to be replaced with a partial cornea transplant. 
there are several layers. It's just that one layer oh. that's able to separate out from the gift of the donor cornea and implant it into the eyes of people like me with the Fuchs dystrophy. Yeah. I found utterly amazing that such a thing could happen, even though I was in the medical field. My goodness, you know, I just learned something new. I didn't know the cornea had layers. That's amazing. There you go. It's, it's amazing to me as well. And I will say that surgery uh, took place five years already. And the only result of any kind of quote-unquote problem is that I need to put one drop in each eye once a day for the rest of my life. I must say that is not a problem for me whatsoever. Not at all. Can you describe what your vision was like before your cornea transplant? Were you, for example, having trouble focusing? Was it blurred or was it something else? Yes, there was that. And there was also light sensitivity. Light sensitivity was uh, probably one of the biggest problems. And as I learned, as I studied the condition, the fluid that builds up in the cornea causes that light to be a problem. So the transplant cleared that up, and I am a person who enjoys perfect eyesight. It's such a gift. It's an amazing, amazing gift. Lois, I'm just curious. Do you happen to know anything about your cornea donor? Through the Eversight group, I was given the opportunity to write a thank you letter to the family of my donor, but I must say I did not hear back from them. So, you know, which is fine, but uh, I did express my thanks in the best way I knew how in that letter because I was just overwhelmed with the joy of having that transplant, both of them. I think that's so key. You just feel so good knowing that you were able to explain to somebody how important their their choice was and, and their gift was for you. Yes, they were given an opportunity. They could have responded to me if they chose to, but it's fine that they didn't. That was fine with me. I was just glad to be able to thank them. I agree 100%. Lois, what's your connection to Eversight? Well, right now, my husband and I are recurrent donors. That's of money to them to do as they need with whatever they need the money for is fine with us. We are, uh, are a monthly donor to them and plan to continue to be just that. What a wonderful way to express your gratitude to Eversight for their work that they do, right? Absolutely. And uh, I will say that every opportunity I get, I tell people, sign your card, sign your license that you want to be a donor because it's absolutely amazing. The gift of sight is underestimated. I remember when my dad passed and we were able to donate his cornea. We sometimes said, well, he was just a cornea donor, and there is no just about it. I mean, that's your every day. Absolutely. Yeah. The joy, just looking out the window right now, I am looking at the most gorgeous trees, and I'm so grateful to be able to see those colors, and it's just amazing, the gift. When you were a nurse, I understand that you used to be a designated requester, and for our listeners, 
back before the Ohio Donor Registry was a legally binding medical directive, we would have nurses at hospitals ask families of those who had passed if they would like to be a donor. And they were designated requesters. And Lois, you did that, right? Well, it's interesting you put it that way because I go so far back that there really wasn't a designated requester. There were just ER nurses who were given the opportunity to talk to families. And many, many, many of my colleagues were not interested in participating in that. It's a such a difficult time for the families when they've lost someone. And the idea of going into them at that time of severe grief, grief and asking for donations of tissues, organs, corneas, was just overwhelming for some of my colleagues. And I've always known in my heart since I was 20 that uh, if there was such a thing to be done, if there could be a transplant, that I was all about it. I always thought it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. So when others would say, oh, no, not me, I'd say, all right, I will do it. I will go because I knew the value of those gifts. And people don't think about that in the middle of their severe loss. They just need someone to introduce the thoughts to them so they can make the choice that they would make under less stressful times. The other thing it does offer is it gives families that sense of there was some bit of good in this tragedy. And I will say that Never did I ever dream that I would someday need to be a recipient of the, of of that cornea that uh, I am asking them to donate. So you just never know where your life's going to go. And uh, I'm a big believer in life bank in all of its forms, and of course Eversight because that's where I've been touched the most. Well, Lois, your story is amazing, and we thank you for sharing it with us today. You are very welcome, and uh, thank you, and may your work continue, and uh, anything I can do, I'd be happy to do that. We appreciate that you took time out of your busy day to help educate about the important impact of cornea donation and how giving the gift of sight really is life-changing. To our listeners, I thank you for listening today, and I invite you back next week. Let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. If you are already a registered donor, we thank you. If you are not, take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at the BMV or online at lifebank.org. Donate life.